0: Music of the I,
1: I, I, <laughs> way
2: Guys, I was a little concerned where our cold open was gonna be, but man I got it now. <laughs> what was wrong with that?
1: Oh, I just don't
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been nice being part of this podcast. i'm freddie i'm matt i'm ashley and i'm jordan and welcome to the possible spoilers podcast where our combined powers of clairvoyance may or may not be enough to spoil the upcoming stories that you're looking forward to
2: and we don't know if you're looking forward to this one or not or if there's anything we can do to even come close to what this story is actually going to be about but tonight we are discussing cats the new movie um with the trailer that it was truly just haunted my dreams for the past few weeks. <laughs> um Haunt I can't get away from it.
1: Oh.
2: yeah i never needed to see idris elba with cat ears but i did and I, I don't know if i'm ever gonna truly recover i feel like frodo at the end of uh, return of the king it's like it's a wound that never fully healed i feel like that's <laughs> gonna be me after seeing idris elba with cat ears like was, i'm never really oh. gonna recover i just be <clears throat> close
3: for some reason, when you said that, I immediately thought of like Gollum, and now I'm thinking all the cats in this movie look a little bit like Gollum. You know, oh, wow. like gosh.
1: yeah, they kind of walk around like Gollum, I guess. Why wow. is
2: Andy Serkis not Andy, in this movie? Uh, yeah, I mean, oh
1: sometimes better. Yeah. Andy Serkis
2: single-handedly records every single uh, portion of cats. Yeah, because he's the mocap hero we all need.
1: Yeah, I mean there is something about the way they look that is just unsettling.
2: It is.
1: Well, the way they're like partway CGI, and like we've seen that done before with like um, Avatar, and I think that was done pretty well, um, and other things too. But just something about the cats that they look—they look, they fit into that uncanny valley territory.
0: I don't like their human butts.
1: Yeah, that's maybe that's <laughs> it. <laughs> it's 100% that I mean, you really the not, things we're all
0: thinking could they really not have like just smoothed it over
2: <laughs> cats don't have cheeks <laughs> they do now so
3: I mean can we just take a moment to appreciate that Mike Myers in the cat in the hat looks better than this movie does like it's just bad
1: like it's well i would say bad. he's on the same tier because the cat mike myers says the cat in the hat scares me
0: oh he's terrifying yeah but i think he's like if you watch that movie it kind of feels like he's supposed to be
1: yeah like because he makes several threats on like killing people and, and stuff at several times <laughs> <laughs> Go and watch that movie. Make,
2: and... And these <laughs> cats make no threats; they just follow through. They are <laughs> horrifying. See, I don't know what you guys are talking about. They're still horrifying. Yeah. It's the eyes, and all right. So, so for for Freddy, it's the butts. For me, it's the eyes. Like they lean so hard into anthropomorphic everything else, but the eyes are so perfectly human, and yeah. it's really unsettling to me.
3: For me, it's the entire face. Like they look like you know the things in like carnivals where you can stick your head in through like a cutout. That's what they've done, and it just looks wrong. Like, that's what it looks like. They've just got, like, a little cutout where their faces just went. And the one that looks the worst to me is, like, Jennifer Hudson. Like, that one just looks all kinds of wrong. They all look off, but J- the Jennifer Hudson one looks really weird.
1: Mm, I think it's it's the Judy Dench face that I don't like. But <laughs> I, I don't know. In a way... <laughs> In a way, I kind of prefer it that way because the alternative is like they have cat eyes and cat noses and cat mouths and they're just cat heads on human bodies at that point. Because they still have the human butts, I assume.
0: If they had cat heads on human bodies, I would hope they had human butts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm really confused.
0: Because now you're really just making me think that it could be so much worse. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I mean, it like, gotta be so already, much worse.
0: A human with a cat butt. That, that, <laughs> that not already something.
1: is worse. Oh, like, a human with a cat butt would be worse.
0: Yeah, it would be worse.
1: Because it would be like they had a uh, like a regular sized torso and then like a very skinny waist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then a cat butt.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh man, I, I hate this podcast so much. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Well, hold Boy, on it's... to
3: your hat because, like, I don't I wear a family podcast, so feel free to, like, take this part out. But this movie looks like it was made for furries by furries. Am I the only person who thinks that's true? All right. I now, see, I...
2: go ahead, Freddie, because oh, I don't okay. know if I want to talk about this anyway.
0: I can't help but think. <laughs> oh, no, I'm
2: talking about it. <laughs> like, I can't
0: help but think there is somebody out there, and uh, Taylor Swift, and, like, furry, full furry, is just that's their dream. Well,
3: <laughs> there
1: there's,
0: there's to be somebody me, out there that's just too, too good to be true.
1: Honestly, as far as the furry look <laughs> goes, I think they look alright because, like, furries are usually in, like, full suits with, like, a, um, like, a big, he- big heads and big paws. Like, it's not, like, it's not very slimmed down. It's just, like, they're literally in a mascot suit.
0: Well, when you think about it, then, It kinda makes sense. That
1: that could have been a weird angle if they had went that way, just everyone in like cat mascot suits.
0: The whole thing just
2: looks like a half (laughs) comment. Yeah. Absolutely could have been worse. You're right. That's what would have been worse. (laughs) That should be the tagline for the movie. It
1: could have been worse. worse. (laughs) worse. (laughs) So what we're what we're saying is the only way we'd be happy is if they had taken real cats and that's it.
2: But John Calvert had a- already did that with Lion King, so they uh, didn't me. yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, if they Well, had I'm not just- saying CGI cats. I'm saying, like, you just film real cats walking around, and then you dub, like, the music over it. Well,
3: that would have been 100% better. Like, an old 90s, like, Homeward Bound-type movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: okay. God, why have we not had another Homeward Bound movie yet? Like, that...
0: Well, we've been missing that is. in the world. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it would be CGI if we did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can, you, can you imagine poor Shadow crawling out of that mud pit with a human butt? <laughs> oh, oh,
1: no, not Shadow.
0: Who would Shadow? Shadow would be like Harrison Ford, I guess. Oh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: yeah, he <would.
2: laughs> no. Or, Um... <clears throat> True. Wow. OK, let's go back just a second. <laughs> let's go so far back. All right. So um, for me, I think it's interesting because we're sitting here. Everyone's poking fun at this. All right. So we're in. That's what exactly what we're doing. But Cats is such a long running, revered, award winning musical on Broadway. This doesn't feel anything like that. Now, I haven't watched the I haven't watched the musical. I just sort of know the history of it. And so this feels like such a long fall from what Cats was and always has been up till now. Is that a fair assessment? See, I don't know because sometimes things are really popular and, and they get,
0: like, they, they reach that upper echelon. They reach the canon. And I actually go check them out because of that and I don't understand.
2: Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah so okay, I can see
1: I'll, that. I'll be, I'll be real here. I didn't like the um, original... Uh, musical cats. Um, like I said, I had no idea what was going on. And I'm actually kind of um, interested in this movie, despite everyone looking unsettling, because they did look unsettling in the original. There was just no CGI.
2: Sure, it was just pure human horror. Yeah, it <laughs> no was just, It was,
1: yeah, it was all makeup and costume, and now. I guess it's unsettling to see, like, their CGI tails and ears and weird stuff like that. But at at the same time, I am, like, interested to see, you know, how they um, change it and how they spin it. So I am kind of looking forward to it, you know, regardless of if it's good, if it's bad. I don't know.
0: It does make me think that, like, what we're talking about with the way they look, the whole movie is, like, I was just kind of doing, I don't I'm going to be real, Pokemon came out this week, so I haven't done as much research as I should have. <laughs> but, uh, but from the research I have seen, I've, I've seen that it, it foregoes traditional narrative structure in place of... Uh, or and, in, and instead, they it, it's all about the spectacle. It's all about the music and the dance. So if you want to see somebody's impressive dance moves, they can't be wearing something big and baggy. you got to be able to see their body, so... Yeah. Of course they're gonna have like more of a form fitting kind yeah. of thing going on.
1: And like, yeah, you know, and like I'm really fine with that. I'm just saying the CGI is a little unsettling.
0: As, just... <laughs> as CGI is. What we really need to do is we need to complain about it and complain about it and complain, <laughs> it and complain about it until the studio says, Well, we're not releasing the movie, we're gonna release it next year. <laughs>
1: And then they all come
0: back with big giant cartoon eyes. And, oh
1: no! See, yeah, I like don't think Hedgehog really. Style. I don't <laughs> that's think that's exactly what mu- happened. I don't think there's much they could do to change it. Like, I, I think maybe I would like it better without the CGI if it was just costume. But you know, every everything has to be a spectacle now, so I don't see them changing that. And I wouldn't blame them if they didn't. Because it's like, oh, we put all this work into this, and one person said they didn't like it, so <laughs> now we got to oh, no. change it.
2: The Twitter disapproves. Podcast. The
1: famous uh, possible spoilers podcast. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they don't like us? We are
3: crushed. <laughs> we single-handedly <flop>. handedly <laughs> cause cats to
0: flop. Exactly. <laughs> they start so, taking T.S. Eliot's poems out of books. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> speaking, speaking of something you brought up, Freddie, you you mentioned that this movie doesn't have narrative, st- or like, will will not have a standard narrative structure.
0: Traditional um, structure.
3: Yeah, so I I have a prediction about that and why that might be. Uh, has anyone here ever played uh back on PS3? I guess there was a game called Eternal Sonata. Has anybody ever played that? No. No. Okay. It's actually a really good game. I'd recommend tracking it down if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, but the entire plot of the game was that, uh, in the real world, like our world, it's set in Frederick Chopin's, uh, famous, famous music composers, like, Dying Days, essentially. And the plot of the game is that he's, like, falling into, like, a dream world, um, as, as his, like, final hours are passing. Uh, so he, like, enters into this world where, like, music is, like, magical and, like, it's high fantasy kind of deal, I'm going to predict that the same thing is going to happen with this movie and T.S. Elliot. And this is going to be revealed to be a T.S. Elliot, like, fever dream somewhere. And he's going to, like, wake up from a nightmare and be like, oh, God, someone's took- <laughs> making cats. Someone took it-, <laughs> it too literally and decided to make a crazy, horrifying monster out of it. I think you're
0: on the same. That is something Hollywood likes to do. Yeah. Where they like to if, – if something gets rebooted or remade or remastered or whatever, they like to take uh, – they like to get meta with it and make it about the work.
1: Yeah, yeah. like he wakes up and then he starts writing the poems.
0: Yeah. Says, like, whoa,
1: I had a crazy dream.
0: Like there's that Journey to the Center <laughs> of the Earth movie where they're going to the Center of the Earth because they've read the book by – is it H.G. Wells or Jules Verne? One of the two. I get them mixed up. Mm. Well, they're going to the center of this because they've read the book. Or there's that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie, or series where he, he does experiments on himself because he's inspired by the novel. So that they get meta with it and kind of fold in the original story into the narrative while, like, still telling the original story.
1: Yeah, I just hope that T.S. Eliot wakes up and he's like, oh, I had the craziest dream. There were cats with human butts.
2: And then that inspired his poetry and not the other <laughs> way around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the
2: world. wasteland.
1: Even though the poems it's have the nothing wasteland. to do about <laughs> the cat's anatomy, uh, I assume.
0: Do I dare Man. to eat a peach? I can show you fear in a butt full of cats.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> English professors everywhere would lose their like that. All just retire. Like universities would close down. There's nothing left to say. <laughs> cats inspired the wastelands. It's over. <laughs> Yeah,
3: and I mean, that's something that Hollywood's been toying around with, like, like In the Heart of the Sea, that movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth, I don't know if anybody here has seen it, but it's basically the real-life story that inspired Moby Dick from, from like, Kermit Melville,
2: so... Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so uh, I, I'm i I'm predicting that, that, that this is going to end up being some kind of fever dream that, that T.S. Eliot is having one night, maybe after, like, partying too hard or something.
2: See, see a
1: party. One too many peaches. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I hope, it, I hope it. like cuts back and forth between like the craziness with the cats we see on screen, and then like this dude at a party <laughs> getting. And like we have no idea like why like what he has to do with anything until it's revealed <laughs> that he is T. S. Eliot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Or alternatively, it's just, like, T.S. Eliot, like, going about his day-to-day life. Like, he wakes up and makes a cup of coffee, and then all of a sudden we're back to, like, Taylor Swift's yeah, musical number. Yeah, dump.
1: exactly. And it's just like, what was that? Who was that? <laughs> he wasn't a was cat. I? That guy wasn't a cat. What's going on? That looked normal.
2: <laughs> was that Judy Dench? <laughs> I shouldn't know who that is. <laughs> Never mind the anachronisms, <laughs> yeah, that's a good name for a podcast. Never mind anyway. the anachronisms. that's our next one,
3: yeah, uh, that's trademarked. If anyone is listening to this podcast, uh, you can't have that <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> so I know.
2: don't really have any um <laughs> <nervous> <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> oh God. <gosh. laughs> Hey, the four of you who listened to our last episode, we love you guys. It, that's us. I'm really worried because there's four people on the podcast and there are four listens. We, uh, we love ourselves. <laughs> I mean, that's true.
1: Self-love is that's important. True.
2: All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep plugging ahead anyway. So I don't have any real, like, um, speculation on the plot because, like Freddie said, it's eschewing traditional plot structure for spectacle. So I have a couple ideas that I think would be a lot of fun to see. My first one is that Idris Elba plays a cat investigator who takes his job way too seriously. He is cold, calculating, but, like, to no discernible end. He's basically Barney Fife. So he's really serious, (laughs) he's really cold, but there's no reason to be. Nothing happens, nothing's better because he is that way. That's just who he is as a cat person.
3: Okay, the words cold and, like... The words cold and unreasonable do not go with Barney Fife in the slide. Like, <laughs> Barney Fife no. is the
2: opposite of cold and calculating. That's, no, but that's the point. The, can you imagine a Barney Fife who was cold and calculating? That's who Idris Elba is going to be in this movie. Uh, <laughs> he I is actually, fumbling. He's just, crazy. Know, no, was, just, just go with me right on this journey. <laughs> just, just buckle up and go with me on this journey. It's Barney Fife who has one bullet in his pocket, and he's bumbling. He doesn't actually know anything, but he is so serious about it. There's there's no room for error. There's even though there's nothing to be messed up. There's no there's no consequences for anything he does, good or bad.
3: Well, so here here's a movie that needs to be made, the the gritty reboot of uh the Andy Griffith Show.
2: <laughs> yes. See, I think that's what this that's actually what this is. Um, the, the cats <laughs> is the is the working title, so the spoilers wouldn't get get out. But <laughs> we're here to fix that. Yeah. Oh man.
0: So it's just Project Cat. Project <laughs> Cats. Project Cats, the Andy Griffith Reboot.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: You didn't think we'd actually make a movie that looked like that, did you? <laughs> this was a Mayberry all along. <laughs> it's revealed to be a how, fever dream
2: of Barney Five.
1: How do we get here? <laughs> again.
2: I don't know, but that's the title of the podcast. The Andy Griffith Reboot. Possible spoilers for cats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, no, if you want it to be properly clickbait, it's Cats is an Andy Griffith reboot? (laughs) Question mark, exclamation point? At 3 a.m.?
3: Well, like one of our faces up and like our eyes are 8,000 times the normal size. Absolutely.
0: Super saturated on the thumbnail.
1: (laughs) I mean, honestly, I think this movie is going to be a... In my mind, almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of the movie Sing, except everyone's cats instead of different animals.
3: Oh, that's exactly what that's I was thinking. That's just objectively of, a worse version of Sing. <laughs>
1: See? Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> because. But like, now here's.
2: Go ahead, because I have. Well, this I have, is my like reasoning for
1: it. Yeah, well, this is my reasoning for it, is because there are tons of characters and cats, like we see them in the trailer, like there's so many um, big stars, big names, and it's going to be this contest, well we know there is some kind of um, competition going on where I guess Judy Dench is picking um, the person who's going to move on to have a better life, mm-hmm. you know, so she's kind of the koala from Sing, I guess. or a similar character and then everyone i mean she says she's going to pick the cat that has the most soul i think but i think that just boils down to who's going to give the best performance as far as singing and dancing
0: that's that's no joke exactly (laughs) what i was thinking that yeah yeah yeah, the it it does kind of eschew a traditional narrative structure for Mm -hmm. For expressionism, it's 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 all about the spectacle, the music and the dance and the and the, the entertainment. Um, but if I know Hollywood, they can't let that go. When when stuff gets re, when stuff like that gets remade, they always have to have they always have to apply some kind of like cohesive narrative structure to it to make it into a movie as we know it. And that's exactly what I was thinking they were going to do to do that. Yeah, is because yeah, Ashley is right. The plot, the little bit of plot we've seen is that the premise, I guess. Is uh, old Deuteronomy. (laughs) By the way, the movies in this name, the the name in this movies names in this movie are out there.
2: Oh, they're amazing. (laughs) Old
0: old Deuteronomy, the jellicle cat patriarch, (laughs) is choosing a cat to move on to the heaven side life, which basically means to be reborn into a better life. And I was exactly with Ashley. I was thinking that they're going to they're going to adapt that into like an American Idol style. Like um like singing competition, contest yeah. competition okay, where you win.
1: Yeah, a talent show basically. Um well I was just gonna say that I feel like Sing is kind of like that. That it doesn't really have a traditional narrative structure. Like there there's a narrative and there's a plot, but the thing that it kinda there's not really a protagonist. Like there's so many characters and there's not really a focus on one particular one like yeah you could say maybe the koala i guess probably gets the most screen time but really even then we don't see a whole lot of what's going on it's it's just we see just these lives of all these characters and what they're doing to prepare for this competition and that's really it and there's so many of them that we're not focused on one particular one
2: and see that's all right goes back to what freddie was saying about you know they they feel like they're going to have to put in a narrative structure but if i don't know if you've because i don't watch this but i know people who do and they they feel the need to tell me about these singing competitions all the time like hey did you see such and such on so and nope i didn't
1: unlike what what, like the voice and um, yeah the voice and american idol
2: and what is remarkable to me is that it seems to transcend its own boundaries and it becomes a narrative structure well Adam Levine on The Voice did this and so so and so did that and so I want to see what happens next week. That has absolutely nothing to do with the premise of the show, but it happens mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what's going to happen here. It's going to transcend its own boundaries to where it's going to have air to structure just because that's what it's going to be a reality TV show because it's actually a cover that's basically just a Taylor Swift virtual concert. <laughs> well, see that's exactly, and then that, I, I
0: wanted I, I took it a step further than Ashley did because i'm going to my prediction for this movie is it's going to be uh taylor swift's confession that she is actually a reincarnated cat like in real life (laughs) wow like because the end of this movie she's going to win the competition her character and she will be reborn on the heaven side whatever the heaven side layer as taylor swift herself so it'll be taylor swift playing taylor (laughs) swift and then it will seamlessly go into her documentary that's coming out about her singing comp- or her singing career that, that's coming out. It will be like a prequel to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's way off from where I was going with that. <laughs> that Boy, is... if
0: this movie doesn't do that,
3: it missed a big opportunity because that would be a really good ending to this movie. <laughs>
0: Like, Terrence seems- has a documentary coming out about her, because there's been all this stuff about, like, the legal troubles with it and stuff. And I, I think it's just going to pick up exactly where Katz leaves off.
3: <laughs> actually, Katz is, this is her documentary. This is just, like, Katz is going to be the first ten minutes of the documentary. It's going to
2: be the cold open <laughs> the Yeah, all that in the trailer, that's actually the whole movie. That's the whole you know, the movie. Rest <laughs> of it. Yeah, every second of footage. That they and then, then, then you get
1: to watching a documentary said, about yeah. Taylor Swift so it's like, wait, where'd the cats go?
0: Old Deuteronomy reincarnated me as a pop star.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, she was a country music star first and then a pop star. Yeah,
0: you know, I was thinking that as I said it and I was like, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> just so easy to forget. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Well, it, it seems like it was a lifetime ago. Like, we need to start measuring time via Marx and Taylor Swift's career. Like, y- the idea of a year is not.
1: Yeah. Like, which anymore. which uh, which Taylor Swift era are you talking yeah. about?
2: <laughs> it's like the ages in Lord of the Rings. This is the third age. Well, this is the fourth Taylor <laughs> Swift era. And this yeah. Is,
1: you could probably I do remember. that with Miley Cyrus too.
2: I'm I'm personally waiting for
3: Taylor
1: Swift. I feel like we're in the cool. we're in the third age of Miley Cyrus.
0: The, the rebirth, in the, <laughs> <laughs> the redemption. Yeah, because she
1: went back to be in like country, I think, or at least not as out there as she was. But anyway, I wanted to talk about what the um, heaven side layer was. So we know in the trailer,
0: it starts Whips Live.
1: Well, yeah, in your mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. In the trailer, we see like these, like this is all from Cat's point of view, and we see them like in back alleys and. Um, oh, I have to, I have to get off track here because I saw there's also a milk bar in the um, background of one of the trailers, which I thought oh was funny. Oh
2: my gosh, it is actually a Clockwork Orange tie-in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that or a Majora's Mask.
2: <laughs> Either one.
1: But anyway, um, we see in the trailer that they, um, they're they having sor- sort of this competition. This cat is going to uh, choose the cat with the most soul to be reborn in the heavenside side And they say, like, this is how they say it. Like, this, you can live your best life if you're reborn on this. And I think when they say that, we see um, two of the cats, they're kind of frolicking around like a gigantic room, like they're in like a human's house. And my idea is that the heavenside layer is actually like the cats are being adopted by a human and they get to like live inside and not in the the gutters and the alleys.
2: But why does a cat get to decide that?
1: A cat decide
2: who gets adopted? That's disturbing.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just like they know where the humans are <laughs> i don't know like they know hey, like real hey quick,
2: you- just for our listeners um pretty much none of us know what cats is about in case you <laughs> hadn't picked up on that by now like i've never watched the musical hadn't read the synopsis on wikipedia uh i personally know nothing so if this sounds off to you it's because it is yeah
1: but yeah. Continue. so please don't um bash us too hard like no you're, you're so stupid <laughs> is not what cats is at <laughs> all have um, you even watched the show yeah, yeah i have seen the original musical um i did, th- this was years ago i had no idea what was going on and i did read the wikipedia synopsis i still have no idea what's going on i don't think they ever explain what the heaven side layer is i think a cat gets chosen and like she's literally like lifted up into the sky and that's it so by that interpretation, you could just assume that they killed her or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I like this idea that, you know, you, you put on a show, whoever does the best gets to go to a new life. I like the idea that whoever's putting on the show has absolutely zero power to make that happen. Like, there's no way to follow through on that promise. And then everyone just rises up and it becomes a revolution.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, we could clearly turn this into a, a horror film if it's just... It's just kind of like the lottery, like or not the, the island. Like if you win, like you actually die. The heavenside layer is just some horrible, horrible place.
0: Well, see, now you just like said <laughs> the other thing I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Because <laughs> like this kind of goes back to the idea of um, like cats, kind of no traditional narrative structure. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's it's all about the spectacle, the music, and the dance. And in my mind, that ties it to expressionism. And and uh, for you listeners who don't are not familiar with expressionism, expressionist painting, expressionist literature is some is literature that distorts the real world to better match an interior reality rather than an exterior physical reality. So the outside world starts to look dark if you're feeling sad, or it starts to look twisted if you if you're messed up on the inside. So if this is expressionism, then it must be trying to express an emotion with the way the world looks. And we've already discussed this, because in my mind, if they're trying to express an emotion with the way the world look, look, with the way the world and the cats and the characters look, it's obviously fear. They're obviously trying to scare us with uh, Taylor Swift's human <laughs> butt on a cat's body. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so i'm not convinced and, fear is going to be the only emotion some people are feeling at that to be perfectly honest with I, you
2: calm down <laughs> i just am not convinced
0: <laughs> and like, like and like i said uh hollywood won't be able to resist putting like a, a narrative structure on it and if there's one thing hollywood can't resist it's a narrative structure and a twist some kind of twist like in uh, oh
1: yeah that's why I think it's gonna be like the human world. Yeah,
0: like in the 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 remake of, of Beowulf, where they made a big tw- they put a big twist in that movie. And so, and I think the big twist is gonna be uh, in some of the research I saw. I saw the cat, Ginny and Dots is her name. Anyway, Ginny and Dots, I think might be Taylor Swift's character. She. Uh, I think
3: that's Rebel Wilson's character. Oh, Rebel explain.
0: Wilson. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, she like trains mice at night because she can't stand their like bad manners, so she trains them to to be like have etiquette, these mice. And I wanna go I'm gonna mix this because, in this my my mind's gonna be a horror movie based around these mice. And I'm gonna mix it with, with Matt's prediction about Idris Elba being like a grizzled detective. <laughs> Because – and in Ashley's prediction about it being a singing contest, because if, if, it's a, if it's a contest where you're going to get lifted up into the like the heaven side layer, then it's going to be – all the contestants are going to start getting picked off one by one. They're going to, like, be, they're going to start finding bodies, and, and our Idris Elba detective is going to be trying to figure out who's ha- – why it's happening and how it's happening. And it's going to be a twist ending is going to be that Rebel Wilson's character, Jenny and Dots, has been training these mice the whole movie as assassins to kill off the competition so she can go to the heavenside side layer. <laughs> okay. And then Idris Elba's detective will kill her in a shootout and then she
3: will uh, how, go to the heaven how, side layer.
1: How, do we, <laughs> how do we get here? <laughs>
3: Boy, that would that would be a real turn for Rebel Wilson as an actress. Like I, I'm all on board for that. Yeah. <laughs> Does she goes to like full psycho rat assassin
2: trainer.
1: Uh, yeah, I could see it. Assassin trainer. For I could see her playing that. That's play never in been uttered in the English language. <laughs>
2: the First time tonight. Yeah, oh,
1: she okay. creates the super rats.
3: So actually, this is just a tie in to Joker.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cats are the reason there are super rats.
0: So we're establishing is cats is the hub at which all other films
2: connect. (laughs) It it is the true north of all cinema. It all exists. It is the nucleus. It's like that weird theory where like every
0: television show from the 80s took place in that one kid snowball or something.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, they're all canon with each other. Every Hollywood film's canon with each other, and Cats is the hub. It is the nucleus.
3: We're all just part of the Cats cinematic universe. Technically, Technically
2: yeah.
1: I feel like you make that joke every podcast.
2: <laughs> it all comes back to a cinematic universe. Yeah. yeah is, this, is this episode
0: where everything just, like, comes crashing down? Is this episode Welcome this to the final top? episode of Possible Spoilers. <laughs>
3: I mean, technically, we never got off the ground, so we didn't have far to fall.
2: So. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, what, man, your words of support really mean a lot. This has been oh, a lot of fun. Oh, is oh man, cats is breaking us. Cats is revealing who we really are.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can't really deny that it's like effective art because it's had an impact.
1: And I haven't even that. seen the movie.
0: On my psyche. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like I was saying, like we haven't even seen the movie yet, only the trailers, and this is what's it's doing to us.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Can you imagine dude. what the actual
1: film will do? I know, I, it's it has to be some form of like government mind control.
2: <laughs> Can we go back? <laughs> I really want to know who asked for this movie. That's who, a good what, question. What's their market audience? Because I don't think I'm it. I don't think any of us are it. We might be secretly. Um, when we're all by ourselves and it's dark and we're alone, um it might be for us. But Taylor, Taylor Swift is one of my like guilty pleasures. Like I love Taylor Swift songs. So I need you to say Taylor Swift music is one of your guilty pleasures real fast, <laughs> and not Taylor Swift the person. Oh wow! Uh, beg- I'm begging both, you. Both. I'm, I'm gonna go with both. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason not to pick both. Yeah.
1: <laughs> full transparency yeah full.
0: Tra- <laughs> we're gonna play this back and it's just gonna be jordan going taylor swift's music <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know,
0: jordan, it's gonna be matt's voice saying music <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: well
3: okay so matt you you got to something that i kind of wanted to talk about which is the cast for this movie is actually really good like everyone in this movie could hope they could they could be the star of the movie themselves but they've got like so many it it, it feels like it's too much like it almost feels like they know that like nobody wants this movie nobody really asked for this movie like it almost feels like they were like let's just get every famous person we can and maybe that'll be enough to like carry the movie so
1: we've just eliminated the entire cats fandom
2: I'll know all four of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. we we'll have four people who listen to the We're, we're podcast all here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're right. It feels like one of those silly ensemble movies that they do for like once a year. It's either for Christmas or Valentine's Day where yeah. they just cram Ooh. every B list actor who hasn't had a job in the past six months like, hey, would you like to do something? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> and so they sign up for that movie. And that's almost what this feels like.
1: Yeah. It's Except of, like, none of these people are B listers like no, you're absolutely right. That's
2: it. my problem with it. That's why I can't figure it out. It's like Taylor Swift, Dame Judy Dench, Idris Elba, James Corden, um, Jennifer Hudson. The, who, who else was it? Like some of the other big ones. But uh, you're right. It's not feelist people. I mean, these are like the real deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
2: it, people it who have much- jobs otherwise, <laughs> they didn't yeah. need the money. They did this because they
1: wanted to. Yeah. And I don't think it's because like they needed to give these people jobs. It was more of – um. We, I want to. Somebody really wanted to make cats, and and whoever was giving the money is like, no one's going to pay money to go see cats, so I'm not funding this. And it's like, but what if we get all these people in it? Then people will come and watch it because it has Taylor Swift, Ian McClellan, Judy Dench, you know, all this full cast of, like you said, A list actors.
2: Yeah, it's true, it's just like distracting It's like, yeah, no, we don't have Mm -hmm. a story to sell you But hey, look at these people (laughs) That look like
1: cats (laughs) They look like cats If you've ever wanted to see Ian McClellan as a cat This is your chance Well, congratulations
2: Today's your day
1: (laughs) People are gonna ask like, Why didn't she say if you ever wanted to see Taylor Swift as a cat
2: (laughs) Somebody,
3: somewhere so one one of my one of my predictions here is this movie's either going to be f- fantastically successful or it's gonna flop like a lead balloon. Like I, I don't see a way that this movie is just decent. It's either gonna be really good or really bad. And like nobody's gonna go watch it and it's gonna lose a bunch of money.
2: See, I think you're right, because it's automatically obviously it's gonna automatically be compared to its Broadway counterpart which has, is being looked at through no, no small amount of rose-colored lenses, I would posit. So it's being held up against that plumb line. And so it's either going to live up to that name, and everybody's going to be like, hey, you know what, this is actually pretty good, which I'm willing to admit could happen. Everybody, the fans of that musical could go, you know what, this is a pretty good adaptation of what we loved about the, the musical. Or it could just be like, holy crap, that was not even close to the things we liked about this. This is burn it with fire. Burn all those cat butts. Mm-hmm.
1: I could see it being kind of like a Moulin Rouge where it's some people really love it, some people hate it kind of thing. Or like me, you have mixed feelings on it.
3: I mean, I don't even really like musicals all that much, but I like Moulin Rouge. Like Moulin Rouge is kind of like interesting to look at.
1: Yeah. Like it's got yeah, crazy stuff like, going on. Yeah, I feel like this movie could be interesting to look at.
3: I feel the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, want to look it's, at it's it. Yeah, exactly. I want see what
2: I
1: notice. Despite look what the cats look like, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's still like the dancing. There's still the, the big sets. You know, they're, I mean, they're okay. dancing around in like this giant room. That's kind of interesting. I feel like, like it could be visually, you know, appealing even if you're not like really looking at the characters themselves.
2: Yeah, and I think you know that, that could be something of bringing because. Obviously, Broadway does have its limitations, and this might bring the world to life more than just the cats. It might just, you know, bring this whole atmosphere that everyone was uh, imagining or was seeing during the play. They could actually bring it to life in a new way. So I guess that could be a legitimate point.
1: Yeah, like I'm thinking of a part where, you know, the, the person's kind of sitting on the moon and they, um, they tap like the thing that says catnip and there's like sparkles everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, you know, that's kind of a cool visual right there where everyone's dancing around.
2: Under the drugs. Yeah, oh, and then fun.
1: when um, you know, he like bites his hat and disappears. I don't I'm not sure what's going on there, but it could be cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: that'd be cool to look at in the way that a music video is cool to look at.
1: Like, wow, that was weird, but it kept my yeah. attention. <laughs>
0: yeah, it kept my attention.
1: It kept my attention
0: long enough for me to hear the song. And I like while you all have been talking, it's kinda of brought me to the realization that this movie might be just exist as a vehicle for the music
2: see there was yeah i could see that because i never forget um one of the music videos that has always just stuck with me the most is radiohead's burn the witch i don't know if you've watched it but it's this claymation and it's just haunting don't really listen to the song never really i mean i like radiohead but i've never really listened to them that much but i have watched that music video like four or five times because it's just like captivating and so i think i think there's a it's a pretty valid point to be made there that it's more or less just a music video that hey you know mm-hmm. it's just it's fun to look at it keeps your attention while everything else is going on.
0: Yeah, when this movie comes out, when it when it, you know it, when it hits shelves as a DVD, Blu Ray, whatever, I'll be interested to know how its movie sales compared to its soundtrack sales.
2: Oh, very true. Kind of like The Greatest Showman. But, did, did, did you that guys watch that with one that movie? oh yeah like i
1: don't
2: i don't know the numbers but i do know that before i ever had a chance to even think about watching the movie people were making me listen to the songs from that movie like oh my gosh listen to this and like sticking headphones on my head like hey oh my gosh please listen to the song (laughs) okay all right and listen to wolverine sing his sultry tones okay do we have to talk about anything else are we done (laughs) <laughs> can we be finished uh i'm kind of dry I, yeah i think i used up all my notes and then some
3: i mean i've i've got one or two let's
2: hear it uh there's oh, gonna, gonna be a keanu
3: good, reeves it. there's gonna be a keanu reeves cameo because keanu reeves has been in everything lately <laughs> including, including, SpongeBob. including spongebob he, he, he's
1: gonna be the human that adopts the cat and he's john wick
3: I'm already interested in seeing this movie. Yes.
2: (laughs) That would shoot that movie like a ten to me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it exists within the John Wick universe. Certified cat
1: person. Oh, and then like you know, because when you see that end scene of him adopting the cat, you know that the cat's gonna die, and it's gonna lead to another John Wick movie. Oh man. Oh, that's rough.
3: oh man, I'm I'm just flashing forward to the end of John Wick 3 when like a character says are you mad, John? And Keanu Reeves just goes, yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> it's
2: true. <laughs> uh,
1: so it's like, it's a happy it seems like a happy ending, but those who know about John Wick are going to be like, no, this is not happy. The cat's going to die. <laughs> oh, no, the cat has not a again. shelf
0: life. <laughs> Again, we've established <laughs> that cats is the nucleus at the center of, of every, every cinematic universe.
2: It hasn't been broken yet tonight. <laughs>
0: of course, by that logic, the rock is also gonna to have to be in this movie. Yeah. Because he's in everything.
3: Okay, I had I had one on that. There will be a <laughs> sequel titled Dogs and it stars Dwayne Johnson, Adina <laughs> Menzel, and Kevin Hart. <laughs>
1: Oh I like gosh.
2: it. That's is a actually, lot to unpack. You're, you're dropping that not, out. It's I, I real late in I the game. I want to
1: see the dog CGI. You know, the dog with the human butt. I want to know what this looks like.
3: <laughs> oh, you're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. like, that's going to be the stinger of cats. Is <laughs> Dog butt. Just like, just... butt. Yeah. <laughs> <Here you go. laughs> well, I mean, everyone wants to see that. Like, that's yeah. only for a select few amount of people.
0: He would look like the... Uh the dog and tom and jerry the big like
1: yes was playing like a big bulldog
0: <laughs> but jordan i think you're on this one because if that's not the sequel it will be the bad parody movie that comes out the spoof film yeah the spoof <laughs>
3: and can we all just agree that that's it's going to be a better film than cats probably will just by that virtue
1: yeah, I mean, I'm like, with
3: that. It's going to be giant bulldog Rock Johnson running <laughs> around with, like, tiny little yippy dog Kevin Hart, and it's just going to be them getting into, like,
0: trouble. Okay, now All that right. just needs to be a movie.
1: <laughs> on some... Wait, isn't that, didn't
0: they make a movie, isn't that Cop Out? Isn't that just the... <laughs> the plot of Cop Out? That's the plot of every movie
3: that has Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart in it. Like that's just except,
1: except as dogs. That's you're missing that part. Yeah, oh, that makes
0: okay. it so much better.
1: Yeah, that yeah. really adds another element that we've never seen. I mean, can all you right, imagine guys. how much better um Hobbs and Shaw would have been if they were dogs?
0: <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> it could have been worse.
2: You made this bed, Jordan, so we're gonna all have to cozy up and just lay in it for just a minute. All right, just get just get cozy right in here for just a minute. Dwayne the Rock Johnson will be a bulldog. Uh, what would Kevin Hart be? Well, uh, I See, I didn't want to say that. Gosh, I knew I that was, was, what, was, that more was more what was like, in my no. head. I was P- thinking
1: Pomeranian. more like a, uh, I, I was thinking more like a, um, a Yorkie. Okay, yeah,
2: watching. I could see that. No, Chihuahua jo- was my first choice. Okay, I feel vindicated. Love Love Mizzou. Mizzou.
1: I guess we're all on the page that it's a small dog, whatever it is.
2: Yeah, 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 because yeah. that's the okay. joke. Or would it be Jack Russell? Maybe Jack Russell.
1: Yeah,
3: I could take Jack Russell. Just like, feisty a little.
1: Like yeah, a little. feisty. Also, Idina sell. What, what, what kind of dog is she? Yeah,
2: what kind of dog would she be? I'm thinking Poodle. That was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, see, me too. Okay. But I feel like maybe we're stereotyping. Maybe we need to be more, more open-minded. Uh, What's the most, like, what's the edgiest dog that you
3: can have? The edgiest dog? Like, uh, <laughs> what's the opposite of Poodle?
1: Opposite of poodle. I a mean,
0: pit bull, probably. Pit bull. She's a
2: pit bull. She's a pit bull. Mm.
1: No, I wouldn't say they're edgy. I don't know. And
2: edgy then the sequel people. to Dogs yep. is going to be the next Homeward Bound
1: movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Going come full circle. Guys, I have to edit this podcast. I'll just remind you. <laughs> It'll be a blast.
0: Yeah,
3: just you know,
2: have
0: fun. I'll also remind there. you that, that the podcast on cats was your idea.
2: <laughs> it was my idea. I asked for this. See, it's, this is the bed that I made, and I'm laying in it right now, <laughs> hoisted got, by my own petard. I got
3: the one final kind of serious answer. Uh, I think the I think the movie's going to end. The whole thing about them like getting a wish and they're like their life is made better. I think I think it's going to be revealed that the true winner of whatever like I don't know dance sing off thing that they're going to end up having the true winner they're all true winners at the end of the the movie and the that that was inside of them all along and that rebirth that <laughs> Judy Dench's character is talking about is the journey
2: that they took together the friendships they made along the, the way friendships yes
1: Yeah and right after she says that they all just beat her up <laughs> <laughs>
3: stop put on brass knuckles and just go to
1: town yeah it's like we, you made us do all that just for this
0: it hard cuts to footage of actual cats just hissing and fighting in the street yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: just record scratch
1: uh,
0: Oh man,
3: My name's uh, now Gitter we running. have
1: gone full circle to um the Joker podcast, where it's going to be 20 minutes of them beating up Judy Dench.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> their records badge. It's going to be like, My name's Old Deuteronomy. I guess you're wondering how I got here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is she Old Deuteronomy? I
0: kind of. Yeah, she is. She is? Okay, because Old Deuteronomy oh, okay. is a dude.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Dude cat. And I didn't
1: know if they maybe mixed two characters together. Or...
0: That's absolutely going to happen in this movie because that always happens. Yeah. Especially with all these characters. Yeah, I wrote there's down, so many. I wrote down character names and I just can't, I wanted to, I don't know, I just can't use them all. Like we got the, well, they're all the Jellicle cats. We've got Monkus trapped as the narrator. Old Deuteronomy, Ginny and Dots, Rum Tum Tugger. Uh Grizabella, Bustafer Jones, <laughs> Great Rumpus Cat, uh McCavity. I, I
1: mean, I love these as cat names.
0: Yeah. If we ever
1: get yeah, a cat write down
2: Mr. Mistopheles. Did you write that one down?
1: Yeah, uh, that, m- that's another one. Mr. Mistophiles I yeah. did
0: somehow, I somehow missed Mr. Yeah. Mistopheles. That was actually I, I really love
1: cool. these as cat names.
0: He's the original cat conjurer. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't expect it such a uh, a deep cat's lore, like going into this.
2: Yeah. Some solid
1: stuff. Consider yourself informed.
3: Some say <laughs> some say the cat's lore existed before the
0: world was made.
1: <laughs> it was always there.
0: <laughs> it was always there. It exists outside of time.
2: <laughs> Guys, this has been a journey, truly. Yeah. Is this podcast over? I think it's over. Like the probably whole thing. in multiple ways. Yeah, probably in multiple ways. This is the last episode. Have we
1: destroyed it with our cat's That's predictions? <laughs> is there a way to
2: come back from this? Like, can we? This is we this is
1: peak podcasting. We can't get better than cat's predictions. <laughs> There's no way
2: oh, to go cat. from here.
1: Yeah, we might as well end it while we're on the high note. On a high
3: note. True. It's true. I mean, we could do more, but look at everything we've accomplished today.
1: <laughs> I mean, every other movie we talk about is going to be connected to Cats, so why yeah, bother? At this point. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's the center.
1: It's the center of the cinematic universe.
2: Oh well, we are out of time for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. I think, um, please, please listen to this one. Please let us know you liked it because we need a reason to get back in the saddle and keep making podcasts after this one. So tell us how much you liked it. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. Um, I, I know we make, we make a joke that, you know, only, we only got like four listens on our latest episode and that's true. So please go listen to that one. Um, it's pretty funny, but to that end, um, this is actually as much for, um, you guys as it is for our listeners. The, our old episodes are still getting, like, listens. People are still going back and listening to that one. Like, our views are still consistently, or our listens are still consistently going up. So, people are actually listening to this. So, we really appreciate it. So, even if you haven't listened to it, like, as soon as we put it out, we appreciate you listening to it anytime, no matter what.
0: And we appreciate you talking about it, too, if you talk about it. If you talk about it.
2: <laughs> Again, I, I want to repeat what Ashley said. While back. come Even if you don't listen to the podcast, at least follow us on Facebook is killing it on Facebook. I don't even know what he's going to post half the time. It'll just it'll just show up on my newsfeed just naturally, and I, I love it. I, I don't know going half the time. <laughs> That's what makes it beautiful. That's what makes it amazing. So it's a lot of fun. We're on YouTube, pretty much anywhere podcasts are. Um, if you would just leave us a review, give us three, four, five stars, as many as you want. The more the better. Let us know how we're doing. That really helps.
1: And follow us on uh, Twitter at uh, Possible Spoils.
0: At Possible Spoils. At Possible Spoils. I post stuff there too.
2: Oh, we all do. Sack. It's
1: mostly you, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's you and Jordan. I really, I don't do that much on social media. I'll be honest.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not. I can't think of clever things to post like you guys.
2: I've been slacking lately, so <clears throat> that's why our listens are down, Jordan. Oh, it's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you just dug your own grave. I failed this city.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Congratulations on achieving the best possible ending.
2: It came straight from our fanny pack and into your ears. Thanks for listening tonight as we may or may not have spoiled Cats.
1: You okay. just missed Freddie singing. Oh, jeez, I really wanted to hear that.
0: And then having my it's, soul
1: crushed.
0: It's, it's the cold open, so. am yeah. my wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Welcome to marriage, Freddie. It's
1: not like you were singing seriously.
2: Oh, danger. Oh, danger. <laughs>